0: The following is a hoop ball presentation. Plays it into the tray. 2 seconds on tray slower. Fly. Swish. Oh my goodness. Hello and welcome back to Hoopball Hawks, the show here on the Hoopball Network that has taken flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Monday, May 17th, after the Hawks beat the Houston Rockets to close out the regular season at 41-31, and good for fifth in the Eastern Conference. And now the Hawks have a date with the New York Knicks in the first round that everyone down here in Atlanta, as well as those who voted on my poll, by the way, shout out to all of those who participated in my poll on Twitter last week that asked, who would you prefer to play in the first round, the Knicks or the Heat? 83% of you voted the New York Knicks. We wanted them and we got them. We're going to talk about the ending of the regular season, all the great numbers by the Hawks team to close out the regular season, as well as preview the matchup versus the Knicks after this plug for my bookie. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'ma plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HoopBall to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this is your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on MyBookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again... My homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some. In the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. First off, shout out to Trey Young getting Eastern Conference Player of the Week, much deserved. And last night, per Elias Sports, Trey Young is now the second youngest player in NBA history. To reach 1,800 career assists. First fastest was LeBron James, and now Trey Young is the sixth quickest in 204 career games behind Oscar Robinson, Tim Hardaway, Kevin Johnson, Mark Jackson, and CP3. Now, what a surprise. Trey Young continues to be overlooked. I feel like Trey Young should have got more praise for the statistic and Should have gotten Eastern Conference Player of the Week many, many times this year, but it is what it is. We continue to be overlooked here in Atlanta yet again this year, and people have been more focused on what's going on up in the Big Apple after the Knicks won their second game of a back-to-back yesterday afternoon versus the second unit Boston Celtics on national television in the day prior, beating the Charlotte Hornets, which ended up Both of the games, actually, this weekend for the Knicks were pretty good games where they had to grind it out to win. That solidified the Hawks as the fifth seed in the East, the Knicks at the fourth. And as much as we would have loved to get home court advantage, which I have some statistics to throw at you guys about how much the Hawks love playing at the State Farm Arena. But it is what it is, and we have our sights set on the Hawks going against a team that we don't have much much love for. And I know everyone in this town wanted this matchup. They're excited about this matchup. Even though we went winless against them in the regular season. I always felt as if the Knicks never truly played the Hawks full strength. And I mean, which they didn't this year. And as great as a story as the Knicks have been this year. And I've given them credit on this program. This Hawks team is different, especially how they're playing right now. I heard Stephen A. Smith again on first take on ESPN say that the Knicks will win this series. But I don't think he's been paying attention to what all Atlanta has done this year and what all that Atlanta has overcome. But we have been paying attention here in the ATL to this series, to this team. And I know I can expect at least a six-game series between the two, if not seven games easily. This will be a chess match. And I cannot wait for when the schedule drops of when the Knicks and the Hawks will take on each other in game one. Already got ahead of myself this program because there was a game last night that after the Knicks won yesterday over the Celtics really didn't mean anything. But don't tell it to those guys who played for the Hawks last night. Last night was an opportunity for players to get better in some of their last minutes of the year. Another chance for players to continue to get in rhythm, get healthier, i.e., DeAndre Hunter, and the players to show some things and post some career nights. The Hawks ended up defeating the Houston Rockets last night, 124.95, and the game was never, ever, 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 ever in question. Hawks were able to rest many players last night. Kevin Herter, Chris Dunn, Danilo Gallinari, Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Brendan Goodwin all did not suit up last night. And it was time for some other players to step up. The leading scorer last night. Notice I did not mention Trey Young, John Collins, who did play last night. But the leading scorer last night was my man, the rookie, Oyako Kongu, who had a career night to end the regular season, scoring a career-high 21 points and grabbing a career-high 15 rebounds. He also added two steals and two blocks. And Oyeko Kongu, I've been saying it for months now, he just continues to get better and better and more confident in his role and his team. And he's gone through this season and he has just continued to mature and find his role on his team and get comfortable with it. Last night, he looked like a mixture between Clint Capella and John Collins as he dominated the block, you know, having great spacing to make himself available for dump off passes in the paint and easy buckets. He defended tirelessly and ruthlessly on the defensive end and finished around the rim offensively. Yes, it's the Houston Rockets, but it's still an NBA game nonetheless, and that is a confidence-building performance for this rookie. And again as I said many times in this program, his future is bright in Atlanta. We made the right choice in getting him, and it may have it may pay off later than the immediate impact that we've seen with the Tyrese Haliburtons and the Coros and Obviously, the Anthony Edwards and the mellow balls, but I think that Ayako Congo is going to just continue to get better and better, and this guy truly is the limit for this kid. So I'm excited to see where he goes from here and the minutes that he'll get in the playoffs because he will get minutes in the playoffs. DeAndre Hunter played 24 minutes last night, which was great to see. Wasn't overly efficient on the offensive end. That's fine. Still had 14 points and played... More minutes, obviously, as I said, 24 minutes, which is a sign that he's getting healthier, getting in game shape with the rest that the Hawks will get before taking on the Knicks, which likely will be probably about at least six days to a week before the Knicks and Hawks play game one. It's good to see DeAndre Hunter getting some NBA minutes and has time to rest, continue to practice with his team, continue to get healthier, do some rehab, and continue to... Put themselves in position because we're going to need him in the playoffs, especially on the defensive end. And we already know his confidence in taking jump shots here in year two, which has grown from year one. He's a very consistent player. When he gets into rhythm, we need to continue to get DeAndre Hunter in rhythm. Trey Young and John Collins both played 16 minutes last night. They were capped off at that. We did not need them. More than 16 minutes, which is great for their legs and their health as I know Trey Young came in a little banged up to the game, but John Collins has continued to get healthy and healthier. Both play in 16 minutes. John Collins finished with 15 points and four rebounds. Trey Young finished with 10 points, nine assists, three boards, and two steals. Skyler Mays, my boy from the great Louisiana State University, scored 16 points off the bench, added seven dimes and four rebounds. Nathan Knight had 13 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks off the bench. So all the rookies showed out last night. Bruno Fernando had a good showing last night. Almost had a double-double. 10 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 blocks. It was great to see a Bruno sighting this year, which have been far and few between and not the prettiest of sights in games this year. Will Will added 11 points, 6 dimes. Tony Snell with 8 points. And Solo with a full stat line that would have made fantasy owners happy if this was about four or five weeks earlier. Six points, five rebounds, four assists, two three-pointers made, and two steals. Team shot well from the floor, shooting at 54% and 33% from the three-point line, which is below their season average. But compared to the Houston Rockets, they shot much better from the floor. Houston shot 33.7% from the the field in just under 29 percent from the three-point line hawks dominated both sides of the court and won pretty much every statistical category in this game so a great night for the hawks despite not getting home court advantage which still don't worry don't fret guys the hawks are guaranteed at least two more games in the state form arena the hawks would end the regular season on an 11 game winning streak here at home in the State Farm Arena. And they were winners of 19 of the last 21 games here in Atlanta. Hawks finished with a total home record of 25-11. and And ironically, they have the same home record this year as the New York Knicks. At 25-11, and defending Madison Square Garden up there. So, as I said before, whoever will have home court advantage in the playoffs is going to give them an extra step. An extra boat of confidence because of how well they played. This year at home, and both the Hawks and the Knicks finished 16 and 20 on the road. Both teams are going into postseason with at least three game winning streaks. The Hawks finished 27 and 11 under Nate McMillan since taking over the Hawks, and thanks to Mike Conti of 92.9 FM here in Atlanta, I have a lot of stats to throw at you guys. After Nate McMillan took over, the team went from 11th in the NBA in offensive rating to 8th in offensive rating once Nate McMillan took over. And they finished the regular season at 9th in the NBA in offensive rating, which was up from 25th last year to end the season. The Hawks went from 19th in three-point shooting percentage under Lloyd Pierce to 4th in the NBA under Nate McMillan. The Hawks were at the bottom of the league last year in three-point shooting percentage. Finished 12th overall, partially due to having five players who shot 40% and up from the three-point line. Tony Snell finished the season at 57% from the three-point line. 57%. Woo! Hot. Lou Will finished with 44%. Bogey finished at 44%. Danilo Gallinari finished at 41%. And John Collins, who's been hot from the three-point line as of late, finished at 40% from the three-point line this year. The Hawks, before Naaman Millen took over, were 16th in the NBA in turnovers. And under Naaman Millen, they were 7th in the NBA. They finished up at 9th in the league in turnovers, up from 28th the year prior. And the Hawks were 15th in minus under Lloyd Pierce. Under Naaman Millen, they were 8th and plus-minus in the NBA and finished up at ninth in the league, up from 29th the year before. Clint Capella would finish the season as the NBA leader in rebounding at 14.3 rebounds per game, the most by a Hawk since in a season since the great Kevin Willis at 15.5 in 1991-92, while becoming the first Hawk to lead the the league in rebounding since the Kimi Mutombo in the 99 2000 season at 14.1 rebounds per game that year for the Kimi Mutombo. Clint Capella was first in total offensive rebounds at 297 of them things this year and fourth in blocks in the NBA at 129. He was also third in defensive rebounding this year and 18th in overall efficiency. Great year from Clint Capella. No one could have predicted this or expected this from Capella after seeing his role in Houston and them kind of, you know, capping off what he can do. He showed that he can do a lot more and be dominant at the position when given a bigger role. So hats off to Clint Capella. He has truly been the defensive anchor and anchoring the paint for the Hawks all year long. He's a true leader and. So happy to have him in Atlanta Hawks uniform. And he's going to be big going against Nerlens Noel Noel, in that front court for the New York Knicks as rebounding is going to be a huge key in that matchup. And Clint Capella is going to give us a strong leg up with how he's been playing. Trey Young led the NBA in total free throws made at 484 made free throws. And he was third in the NBA in free throws attempted. He was also second in the league in assist, fourteenth in scoring, sixth in usage percentage offensively in the NBA, and he was second in assist percentage. Trey Young had having a great year, overlooked once again, taking a step back in some regards, taking a step forward in others to lead the team and try to get everybody initiated and feeling good in this offense. And it's culminated into them playing great to end the year, and they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA that no one is talking about. Basically, the Hawks improved a lot from last year, from the numbers I said. I mean, it's pretty evident, especially, I mean, shoot, they've improved since they fired Lloyd Pierce and made Nate McMillan the interim head coach. With the pieces they brought in and the coaching change, this turnaround is nothing short of remarkable, just like obviously our first-round opponents that we have to take on in the New York Knicks. My keys for the matchup versus the Knicks in the first round, the biggest key is going to be second unit versus second unit. Yes, the Hawks have more talent, in my opinion, than the Knicks from top to bottom. Both teams added veterans to improve and bolster their rosters. But whoever between the Hawks and the Knicks, whichever team wins bench points, is going to put themselves in the best position to win the game. Starters will have their handful, you know, stopping Julius Randle on our end, uh, especially having to guard Julius Randle one-on-one. That's a tough matchup for anyone in the NBA as he's an MVP caliber player. And the Hawks have to, you know, stay attached to the shooters for the Knicks, the Reggie Bullocks, the Emmanuel Quicklys, RJ Baird, who can knock down a three occasionally as well. But, the second unit for the Hawks will have to bring it every night in their matchup because, I mean, the Hawks have been used to doing it with so many players in and out of rotation, stepping up into roles. They're going to be ready, but how the, how the Knicks play defense, how tough they are, it's going to be a tough challenge, especially even though the Hawks have that motivation that we haven't beat this team this year, we can, they haven't seen us full strength. The the Knicks have some confidence as well on their end saying that this team hasn't beaten us this year. So push is going to have to shove and we're going to see whose second unit is better in a seven game series. And whoever the better second unit between the two teams is going to help lift their respective team to the second round of the NBA playoffs. The Atlanta Hawks offensively as good as they've been. They've had some tough matchups versus the New York Knicks this year and the Hawks. Must move the ball, must have great ball movement, must have at least 24 assists every night, have multiple people touching the ball, you know, working that defense side to side, be patient on offense to try to break down that Knicks defense. That Knicks defense is tough under Tom Thibodeau. Obviously, they have Noel in the middle, setting the tone defensively. Julius Randle is not a slouch on defense as well. Everyone's bought in. To what they're doing up in New York, and just like they're brought in here in Atlanta. So that's going to be a really, really tough matchup, our offense against their defense. The Knicks' offense is a little more predictable, but again, no one is pretty much going to stop Julius Randle one on one. He's going to force double teams, and when the double team comes, Julius Randle is great out of passing out of the double team and finding the open shooter, which gives Bullock and quickly and others three point looks. And then when the Knicks are knocking down threes, they're tough to beat. The Hawks are going to have to stay attached to the shooters and the New York Knicks and make it tough for them off ball so that they don't get clean looks from the three-point line. And if they are not shooting a high clip from the three-point line, they're going to give the Hawks a great chance to win every single game that they're in in this playoff series. The Hawks, again, must stay disciplined It matched the intensity and physicality on the defensive end as what the Knicks are doing. And it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a battle. Like I said, it's going to be a chess match. And part of that chess match will come down to stealing one game on the road. I think if the Hawks can take one of two in New York in the first two games, it sets them up nicely coming back to Atlanta. One to one in the series. The Hawks finish strong here at the State Farm Arena. And a lot of confidence of playing at home will give the Hawks an advantage. Although the Knicks have won their matchup, the one matchup they had here in Atlanta this year, the Hawks will certainly have enough fans in attendance to provide a spark and tough moments, which there will be tough moments in this series when we play the Knicks. That is, that's one of the things I can guarantee. It's going to be some tough moments in this series because of how tough the Knicks are, especially on the defensive end. But Getting a lift from the home crowd here in Atlanta is going to help them because they're going to have they're going to be able to have more fans here in Atlanta than they will in New York. So if you're attending the game, be ready to cheer, be loud, be vocal because we're, they're going to be the six man on that court, and as many people as we can get into the State Farm Arena safely, obviously, it's going to give the Hawks an advantage at home. So Hawks are going to have to protect home court. But if they can steal one on the road in New York in the first two games, come back 1-1, and let's say the Hawks win both games here home in Atlanta, go up 3-1. They happen to fall short in New York, and then, boom, you have a game six here in Atlanta. And I think Atlanta wins that game, and that's where I see the the, the series going six games minimum, especially if the Hawks can take – Game one. I think it's going to go seven games most likely. But if they can steal one on the road in the first two games, it gives the Hawks a better chance to end it in six games, in my opinion. But expect a dogfight. Expect a dogfight. As I said, the Knicks are tough. No doubt about it. But the Hawks are resilient, and they're fighters as well. We've seen it time and time after time this year. Injuries, adversity, being down, coming back and win. We've seen so much toughness in this Hawks team that is not obviously talked about in in the national media because they haven't followed us like we have here in Atlanta. We can do this. I believe in this team. A lot of people do believe in this team and they are licking their chops to get an opportunity at this New York Knicks team. And this Hawks team is going to be in every single game this series. There's not going to be, I don't think there's going to be one game where one team blows out the other. I think it's going to be tough. One, two, three. Four-point wins here and there. And it's going to be, like I said, both teams are confident. Both teams don't really have meaningful playoff experience. So it's not an advantage for either team. So it's going to come down to who fights harder, who can steal a road game, and whose second unit is going to come to play. We're going to talk a little bit more about the series as the week opens up and things kind of shift into focus with the play-in tournament coming up. Enjoy those. Sit back, relax. Hawks players, sit back. Relax, prepare, and get ready for a grind in the New York Knicks as a first-round opponent. But welcome back to the playoffs, Hawks fans! And excited to talk about—it's exciting to talk about playoffs, man. I know I believed it from when this team was constructed that this is going to be a playoff team, but it was bleak a lot of times this year, being (laughs) eleventh when Nate McMillan took over, and now ending up at fifth. We had to claw, fight our way to get to where we are, and I'm you know, I'm not going to speak for the team, but I already know, like, I think the Hawks be damned if they're going to let anybody come in and take away, you know, what they have accomplished this year, the turnaround that they have made, and they're not, they're not going to let the media narrative surrounding the Knicks and all the press that they're getting, you know, rain on their parade. They're going to go in, and they're going to steal the show. Like I said before, they're going to take that mic like Kanye from Taylor Swift and this is going to be their moment in the sun. And Hawks fans, you know what? You guys deserve it. You guys deserve this moment. So let's see the Hawks take this moment away from the Knicks. It's going to be exciting. Playoff basketball is back in Atlanta. We're going to be here to cover it here at Hootball Hawks. I'm glad to be a part of it in our first season. I'm glad to have the support. And we need more support. Tell everybody about this program, especially due the playoff season. We're going to be here. We're going to be covering it. We're going to talk about some things. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars, give us a good review, share it, tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the playoff-bound Atlanta Hawks here on the Hootball Network. Share it with fellow Hawks fans, NBA basketball enthusiasts, first-time basketball fans, new fans to the Atlanta Hawks. Share this with everyone, because this is the show to listen to and be a part of, because we're all part of this journey. And it's gonna be a fun one going forward. Follow us at Hoop Ball Hawks on Twitter. That is at Hoop Ball Hawks. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett67 on Twitter. That is Brad J A R R E T T 67 on Twitter. Sheesh! Playoff time, baby. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! And as always, yeah.